Hi guys and welcome to episode 102 of the Moose Point podcast. I am, as my husband so lovingly put it, your part-time host, Danae, and I am here with my husband, Ben. His name is Ben. Nobody agrees. (laughs) My influence and creativity on this podcast means that we have to agree when things like that happen. And I don't agree. Your name is Ben on this podcast. So this episode. (laughs) Still Chuck. Fuck you. Do what? Still Chuck. You can fuck off. No, you're not. Um, It's follow up to last week's, which was about the pros of Smallville. And now we're on the cons. This will be the top five cons of Smallville. Or as I'm going to label it, TV series Smallville Part 2. Perfect. Hell yeah. So let's just get right into it, man. So you guys heard the top five best things about Smallville. So you're number one of the top five worst things. Mansplaining. Mansplaining. You. That's not part of the show. That is part of the experience of watching the show with you is your constant mansplaining. You know, you should have said this part on the last episode because I mansplained throughout the entire thing. Oh my God. He was so bad, guys, that like, so we went to a wedding. The day after. The day after recording. And it was an hour and a half, right? Was it? So we downloaded and listened to Michael Rosenbaum, which is Lex Luthor. Um, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast um, called Inside of You, which is kind of funny. And the title is funny to me. And uh, he interviewed Clark Kent, which is Tom, Tom Welling. And they were talking about Smallville. Like it was about their time together on Smallville. And the entire fucking podcast, Ben was trying to correct the two main characters. They were wrong. Like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but they said things that weren't right. They were misremembering stuff. They were, I was like, dude, they're friends. He was like, well, they knew each other for 17 years, not 15 years. And I was like, maybe they didn't count the first two years they knew each other. Or maybe it doesn't matter because they're friends and they're just talking. I mean, I've known Amber since I was nine years old, but I don't sit back and do this math about like, oh, was it 20 this many years since? Since the first time I met her? No, it doesn't matter. All we're I'm friends. saying is they were saying things that just weren't accurate, and I was just letting you know, letting you know the correct You didn't need to. It you was know? completely fucking nonsensical. <laughs> you take the joy out of it when you fact check it. You and that's all you did for the entire 10 seasons that we watched together was fact check it and go on and on and on about, like, the popular culture of Superman and the comic book versus TV show versus canon versus non-canon and what how the show impacted canon and what you know where they got all of these ideas from. Dude, just let me fucking watch the show. If I ask a question, because you know I will, if I need to know something, if I feel like I have a question, if I can't put two and two together on my own, I'll ask you. But you don't need to give me your fucking diatribe Every single 45-minute episode, which is exactly what you did. It was like 42 to 43 minutes. It is 22 (laughs) to 23 episodes a season for 10 seasons for 45 minutes and you talking. It was you. I watched you watch Smallville. That's what it was. Well. Well. Reel it in, man. I did pretty good. I even told you at the end of our last fucking podcast that you wouldn't even let me talk. Yeah, let's tell them what you told me. So I that, was drunk. <laughs> that same that same night, we were driving home, and and I was not. I mean, I didn't drink a whole lot, so I drove home pretty sober by the end of it. I drank a lot. They had something called vodka mix, <laughs> and and uh, I drank the vodka mix. <laughs> so I'm driving home, listening to the uh, another 
Michael Rosenbaum podcast episode. Yeah, it was like a part two. And this and, time, Tom Welling was interviewing Michael Rosenbaum yeah. instead of Michael Rosenbaum interviewing Tom Welling. Yeah, Michael Rosenbaum, he's such a bitch, too. Like, towards the end of it, like, you were sleeping at this point. But he was like, come on, man. You have any more questions for me? And Tom Welling's like, not really. Like, I know you. <laughs> he's like, no, I want to be interviewed. I need more questions. Like, he just wanted to talk about himself so much. You know what that sounds like? <laughs> you. Well, and... uh <laughs> So anyway, so I'm sitting there, and then like I'm telling you, you wake up, so I tell you something that he just said about something that we've thought about before, the sex cult with Chloe. Oh, and yeah. And then you're like, you know, you're not as good on the podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're never good at it anymore. And then he fell back asleep. Like, Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you shouldn't be on it anymore. How about that? <laughs> Maybe I'm not on it as much because you're really hard to work with. Maybe that's She's why. Like, out of nowhere. You're not very good at it anymore. <laughs> you take the joy out of it. Out of talking? Out of talking, yeah. Well, when you talk over me and you re-explain things that I when I'm trying to make a point. Well, listen, I'm just trying to make you better. No, I'm trying to make you better. You don't even listen to your own self. I'm trying to make that's you how bad you are. <laughs> accurate on stuff. You're so bad at it. You don't even listen to it, and you created it. Listen that's to this lady. Pathetic. You're pathetic. <laughs> So mansplaining is your number oh one. So basically, God. it has nothing to do with the show, but watching with me, you thought that I would... Exp- See, now, here's the deal. I don't think I did all that bad. Early on, I was pretty bad, but I stopped. We took a year and a half break between watched, the first and second season because of how season annoying one, you were. But you were annoying, too, because you weren't watching. You were I was your, watching. You were on your phone missing stuff. Kind of like how you're on your phone missing stuff anytime I pick something to watch. Well, I'm better at listening than you are. Well, you know what? So when you're on your phone, you don't listen to the TV. I can do that. I can do that too. Not well. I can. Not as well as me. I can. Because here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing, dearest. I love you very much. And you're, you know, a beautiful person. But at the end of the day, if I'm on my phone, it wasn't just I'm on my phone and I'm not paying attention. It was I'm on my phone and you're talking at the same time. So I'm hearing you talk about the show and missing shit. That's what happened. You'd be missing stuff. And then I go shoot shoot that and you'd be like, no, I didn't. It's as bad as um, How I Met Your Mother, the Star Wars episode. When she was like, "You guys gotta leave. You gotta leave and just let me watch it." <laughs> that lady sucked. It was. Th- that was I mean, she did suck, that but that is a pop culture reference to what I experienced. And she only had to deal with it for three minutes TV time. I had to deal with it real life, and it was awful. Blah. So mansplaining. You were a dick. Yeah. You were a dick the entire time, and I am allowed to say that this this specific podcast idea mine, and I get to talk about how annoying you were right now. You sucked. <laughs> I don't think I sucked. You sucked. And then doing the first podcast with you sucked. Now. You suck. You're number one. Fuck <laughs> you. My number one is, uh, you already kind of mentioned it, but the episode amount, dude. And this is not necessarily Smallville's fault. It was the WB slash CW's fault. Yeah, but which man, they still do. 20 plus episodes a season when they're an hour long or 45 minutes long without commercials is fucking rough. That's a commitment. Like, man, like, I like the show, but there are so many fillers that got dumb. It's like, yeah. I was so excited to watch the next episode. I mean, again, I watched it live every episode for 10 years. So I'd be excited, and then it'd be a boring filler. Like, there'd be, like, some cool shit happen, storyline-wise. Yeah. And then the next episode, they completely for- they ignored it, and it was just, like, some, you know, Freak of the Week Just like thing. they do with Supernatural. Right. It's a lot. And every CW show that exists right now. And every right CW now. show, yeah. Uh, so, again, that's not necessarily the show itself's fault, but it's the network's fault. And it would be, I thought the show would be way better, and Supernatural would be way better. 
if there were just shorter episodes, like shorter, not shorter episodes, but shorter amount of episodes. Like 13 instead of 23. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Knock we don't need 10. 10 fillers. Get rid of the fillers and just do storyline episodes. I feel like the actors would appreciate that too because they wouldn't have such ridiculous schedules. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, but that being said also, I could one argument against that I guess would be the show isn't as rewatchable. Because with filters, you don't need a storyline to. No, it, it would be I as guess. rewatchable. No, but, I mean, it I'm would just be saying as rewatchable. That's one counterpoint that could be made. I'm not again. I'm not, I'm not I would. I agree with. I, that. I disagree with that. Don't be your own devil's advocate. A rewatch value means I get to enjoy all of the episodes, not oh well, it, I can have this on in the background and not pay attention to it while I'm cleaning the house. You know what I mean? So like Dexter is rewatchable because it's like 13 episodes it's a, a season. It's a minute overall. Yeah. Right? And and what you're committing to is the quality of the content or like Weeds. I've rewatched Weeds a couple of times. Same reason. It's a half an hour and it's like, you know, 12, 13 episodes a season. You don't need a lot. Californication. Watch that a bunch. I'm just fucking all about Showtime today, apparently. But <laughs> they have it down, you know, like they don't overproduce. Don't right. overproduce. Oh, no, I didn't. I mean, I watched Weeds with you. I didn't like it overall. But again, we got it done in like a month. It didn't take four Three. months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. And then Dexter. We'll, we'll talk about Dexter eventually. That'll be one of our TV series. We've already done an episode about oh. Dexter. Oh, have we? Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not above revisiting it, but we have. That's a great show. It is a great uh, show. But I mean, I honestly, with Smallville and Dexter, I kind of compare the two when I say I really love the show, but hated the finale. Yeah. Like, I don't think season 10 of Smallville was Dexter bad with season 8 of Dexter, but it's in the same God, category. Yeah. Um, they both ended pretty shitty. They did. I mean, and, like the fans of Dexter very open about that because oh, they yeah. want a movie right <laughs> we either want like two seasons to make up for it or a movie <laughs> i remember then i got really bummed a couple years ago when i saw that they were auctioning off all the shit and like yeah. oh they're not gonna they can't rectify. make it right see smallville may rectify it a little bit with crisis this year they might i don't know if you guys we talked about it or not but they're all coming back for another cw series this winter and they you say, have talked about well, it. You, you know, informed them on the last well episode. <laughs> but they may. They said that it might affect the finale of Smallville. And so it might be rectified. We'll see. I mean, that would be great because that's how I felt. It was very lackluster. It all was. of this build, all yeah. of this build for nothing. We see him as Superman for like five minutes screen time. And we never, and that's all CGI. Like we never actually see Tom Welling in the suit. As Superman. Yeah. yeah. Like the Superman we did see was CGI, so it doesn't just, really count. They worked so hard to get to this point, and what was it? Dark Side was a phantom, and yeah, just none of it. I, it didn't even feel like the last. It felt like it was a like a filler. Right. For you guys that don't know, Darkseid is like Thanos in the Marvel Universe. He's a big-ass motherfucker, solid human, not human, but solid guy like he's just a guy like Thanos and in Smallville they made him like a fucking phantom and he like took over Lionel Luther's body it was fucking dumb yeah like, that's not fucking dark side man no that was rough it was rough and like yeah all right so let's just go into it because I'm about to just go on a fucking another rant and I know that this is it's on here where I was gonna go with this um so my number two is Lana fucking Ling and that's how <laughs> I wrote it on my list <laughs> Lana Lang. Lana Fucking now, Michael leg. Rosenbaum said he enjoyed making out with her on the set, which I'm sure she's cute. She's annoying. Oh yeah. I mean, like she whispers a lot, and like so when we were watching, was it season six? I think I ended up googling why is she whispering the entire time? Because she's whispering the entire <laughs> and it, like, time. Came up. Other people were bitching about it too. So that's apparently. what I found. 
So I found a thread from like a message board from 2010. I think, I think you said it was like 2008 or something. 2009, she 2008. Was, she was off the show. She she left the show in 2008. Okay. So it would have been before 10. So yeah, 2000. So it was like from 2006 to 2008 when she really got heavy into her whispering is this message board that I found. And all how I found it was I literally typed into Google, why does Lana fucking Lang whisper in every episode of Smallville? And somebody else started a thread about this. And a lot of people were really upset because they agreed. They were like, you know, she actually talked normal. And then like every once in a while would start whispering in the first couple of seasons. Now all she's doing is whispering. And it's always like, Clark, I just don't know. Clark, I can't do this. Clark, why do you have so many secrets? Clark. I'm an orphan. And, and that's the noise I would make every time she was on screen. I'm an orphan because everything forever was about her dead parents. I'm an orphan. And her parents died in the meteor shower that brought Clark to Earth. So she, I'm an orphan. She was like four or whatever when they died. Three. And, a, and the first few seasons, actually most of the show, it's all about them being dead. And then Clark's real parents were dead. And then Chloe had a dysfunctional family and parent life. So like all of the main care and Lex Luthor, his mom was dead. All, all of, of her queen's car- parents are dead. Yeah, his parents were dead when he pops up in season seven. Lionel so, Luther's like, parents are dead. Everybody, I mean, but still, everybody's got no yeah, parents. All of the main characters in the show had one to no parents. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it was really pathetic. And then you know, Clark has the most wholesome family, even though he's adopted because he's an alien. Uh, they still killed off Jonathan, so he had yeah. a mom. <laughs> he died in the comics too, so they had to pop him off at some point. I know, but you know, like it's funny about it, though when Lois and Clark in the '90s, Jonathan never died. He was in the entire series. See, I mean, like you could interpret it however you want to, but it was like this this specific version of this telling of Superman. Everybody's parents needed to die. And, and that's what it, if they weren't already dead they were on borrowed time and then they dwelled about it for a long time oh my god all of the orphans being orphans even they, though all of their parents had been dead for decades at the point of filming decades <laughs> decades not a couple of months not a couple of years fucking decades you have had time well yeah lana's parents died when she was three or I'm, four I'm trying years to figure, old like, how many years between that and season 13 one. 13 there you go and then uh, Lex's oh, mom Oh, I'm died. sorry. No, season one, they're supposed to be freshmen. So she would have been like 15. All right, 12. <laughs> <laughs> and Lex's mom died when he was young, too. Yeah. Uh, also 12. Like, yeah. I mean, 12 years. They had over a decade to get over it. And by the end of the show, they had two decades to get over it. <laughs> and they're still wallowing in the fact that how their parents' deaths affected every single little thing that they did. All of the time, every day. Even though the reality of the situation is the meteor rocks affected everything all of the time, every day. Yep. And I thought it was funny, too. Uh, this is not my list or anything, but just the ridiculousness of that. Like, the meteor rocks fell when Clark came to Earth when he was, like, four or so. And there were no signs of meteor infection until Clark was in high school. Yep. <laughs> so, like, so, meteor rocks all stayed of the sudden <laughs> for 10 years. And then all of a sudden... Every week there's something else going on. Also, about Lana Lang, Clark couldn't fucking get the fuck over her. Yeah, that's actually, uh, let's get to mine next. Um, You're Lana? You're number yeah, two? My number two is also Lana. And it's not her being a shitty actress or her being annoying, but it's just their love story. Uh, Lana Lang, comic book-wise, was Clark Kent's love interest until he got older, and then obviously Lois Lane came into, the pl- came into play. Um, but Jesus Christ, Lana was the story, love story in the show for eight fucking years. Eight? Like, years. Man, they really, and like, they drew the shit out of that. Like, they, you know, they met when he was a freshman. 
So for the first four years they're in high school, he's obsessed with Which their... is really stupid because they were next door neighbors. So they met off screen yeah. prior to that. Well, but they make a really big deal about their on screen yeah, meeting. And they make Clark kind of creepy because he's like watching her with his telescope for years before high school, apparently. Yeah. And, like when the show comes, like starts, he's watching her with his fucking telescope. That's creepy, Clark. That is creepy. And then they drag it the fuck out to the point to where Lana doesn't know his secret, which is a word I get to later. He, she doesn't know his his secret about being an alien until season fucking six. Yeah. So for six years, they drag the shit out of. He has secrets. He lies to me. Clark, I love her, but I can't be with her. And then there are times when they're together, but we don't know they're together because the writing is so bad. Yeah. Like we've, we, I remember I even asked you a couple times, like, are they together right now? Because I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, Mr. Mansplain, asking right. me, Mr. First Viewer. I, hey. I just forgot, and then I'm paying attention. Like, I don't. They didn't really say. Like they get together once in season two for a second, and by together I mean they're like they like cuddle on the couch, and then Clark goes rogue because. Red tonight. Yeah. And then, uh, so he leaves. Well, he, his, his actions called his mom's pregnancy to go bad. So he got pissy, put the record tonight on and took off. Um, so, okay. So they're broken up now all of a sudden. And then they don't get together again until season four. But again, they don't really say, well, are they together? Yeah. You just see them like kind of hanging out. Yeah. Like at the end is like, uh, they might be together. And then the next episode is a fucking filler. And they don't do anything with it. So we don't know as a viewer. Like, yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it makes no sense. We'll see. Yeah. Apparently. And it happened like four times. And then they finally get together officially in season five. Of course, shit goes down and they break up again. And then they kind of do some more stuff in season six. And then she gets engaged to Lex because why not? It's a CW. And then blah, blah, blah happens. And they get together again in season seven, but they break up again because blah, blah, blah. It's like Jesus Christ. It's annoying. <laughs> like It's annoying. Meanwhile, Lois Lane is on screen. Lois Lane becomes a full-time character in season four. So why drag out the Lana shit after Lois is a main yeah, character? Half of Lana's like length of time on the show, Lois is a main character. Right. So I feel like once Lois comes around, Lana needs to go the fuck away. Yeah, it needs <laughs> and, to be uh, done. Especially because Lois is way cooler than Lana. Right, also, show, real quick, Lana Lang, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, Lionel Luthor. Like, what? why? Clark Kent. It's different letters, but the same sound. Same sounds. All of the alliterating <laughs> is a little on the nose. It's kind of like the Dexter books. Yeah, except for Dexter did it better. Well, I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm just yeah. It's- it's Funny. a little on the nose. Oh, yeah. Anyway. But, like, dude, that's crazy. Like, and then the only reason they brought in Lois Lane as a full-time character because she was so well-received and she was, Because like, she was so here. much cooler. Right. She was the best female on the show. Yes. Hands down. And she was played by Erica Durant, and she was fucking awesome. Yes. I saw her on the Butterfly Effect, too. Okay. Just saying. So, number, <laughs> number three, uh, Chloe being in love with Clark. Another fucking uh what do they call it when it's a three-way love triangle yeah a love triangle that would not go the fuck away it was really fucking and i remember i kept telling you like they don't dwell on this they don't dwell on this four seasons later okay well it's gonna stop soon and yeah then, like, you lied to I me i just forgot about it like i just didn't remember that they did it that much i know because like so chloe is in love with clark and she's totally fucking helpless but at the same time she's supposed to be like the hermione of the group she's, she's supposed smart, to be yeah. really smart she's also supposed to be really resourceful really reliable really loyal really re- really dependable somebody that you want on your team when you are going into battle of any kind and she is pouting 
the entire series up until and even after her marriage and divorce from Jimmy Olsen and and being in love with Oliver Queen, she's pounding about the time that they went to a dance together and he left to go save Lana from a tornado. It got brought up. And I want to say she <laughs> dwelled on it at that point. She was explaining to Oliver that she's over it. No. You know what wouldn't need an explanation if you were really over it? That conversation <laughs> shouldn't have happened. Like, I don't need to tell you that when I was 15 years old, something that happened between me and somebody I knew when I was 15 years old is something I'm completely over. Because guess what? I'm 30 fucking one and I'm married to and in love with you. That is how it should have worked. But no. And Oliver should have been, I don't know, why didn't we talk about Jimmy a little bit more? She actually married that fucker. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And then he died so- and they act like... Clark is the big deal. Just so you guys know what's going on, if you do not watch Marvel versus listen to this episode, like, again, Chloe's the main character, and Jimmy Olsen, who's another Superman character in the comics and stuff, he comes into the show in season six, and her and him and Chloe hook up, and, you know, and he's kind of jealous over Clark because Chloe's still going to Clark for everything. Jimmy doesn't know his secret. Chloe does, so, like, that's why, like, it's not a relationship kind of thing. Right. But, uh, so there's that shit going on. And then, uh... Oliver Queen, who was the Green Arrow in the comic books and stuff, he comes on the show as well at that t- same time. And he's buddies with Jimmy. Like, Jimmy works for him and shit, and they're, yeah, they're good they're friends. friends. So then Jimmy, spoiler alert, Jimmy gets killed in season eight. And after he learns Clark's secrets, he's like, oh, fuck yeah, CK, he's the best. So he gets killed. And then, like, two seasons later, Jimmy or Chloe hooks up with Oliver. And yeah. they don't even bring it up. <laughs> like, yeah, they talk about Clark all the time. Yeah. They never once talk about her dead Jimmy. ex-husband, yeah. who they were Jimmy. all friends with. That they were all friends with. with. Yeah. And everybody loved. That's everybody crazy. loved Jimmy. He was even like a main title character. He yeah. was part of the main sequence. Yeah, he was a big big part of it. So that'd be like, be like you dying, me getting with Anna, and you never get brought up. Never again. Kind of. Never like get that. talked about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like that. Like, oh yeah, it's just she just never existed at all. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really it, so yeah. The Chloe Clark storyline super bothered me because it was like they took this like high school girl crush, which. I think in the show they tried to say like as it was happening so she was supposed to be hung up hung up on him freshman and sophomore year and then moved on junior senior year but as an adult post college with a career yeah still popped up <laughs> still popped up uh, and that's what I mean I get it we have 20 episodes a season especially in the early seasons high school shit that trip that uh three way or whatever yeah that's fine you have to have that drama in there but after five seasons. Move the fuck Move on. on. <laughs> yeah. Because guess what? She has been through yeah. way too many things At this point, for that to be even on her radar anymore. At this anymore. point, we're past the General Zod stuff. Like, we're in the, yeah. the mainstream storylines now. Get the fuck over the high school crush stuff. Yeah, because, like, um, you're a grown-up. You're dealing with, like, real big girl things, you know? Like, even past that. Like, we're dealing with alien things. At yeah, this we're point. dealing with alien End things. End of the world stuff. Moms coming back. And, and like, speaking of that, even, like, let's see. The finale of season five is when Zod invades and she kisses Clark. Yeah. Because she thinks the world's going to end. So she's like, yeah, just in case it ends, let's kiss. Like, the fuck? Yeah. We're, it, we're past this. And it was what? That was season seven? That was season five. Season that five. That was the finale of five when they kissed. When they kissed. Yep. And this yeah. After Clark has already hooked up and broke up with Lana like three times. See, yeah. And uh, Chloe. And then it never gets brought up again. Nope. The I, I mentioned it once in the season six premiere. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I mean, man, like, get the fuck over it. Move on. But then when Clark, when Chloe got with Jimmy, Jimmy was always jealous. 
Clark. And then she got with Oliver. Oliver was kind of jealous of Clark. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, like, Clark has already been banging Lana for years at this point. Like, and moving on to bang Lois. At one point, he's banging Lois, and they're still worried about Chloe's feelings with Clark. Oh, like, season nine, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I mean, they went to that cabin together or whatever, and, like, there's so much drama. Yeah. I and then, CW, and then but. every once in a while, they'll try to hint that Clark kind of has some place in his heart for Chloe, <clears throat> but I mean, not. I mean, he when he's on Red Kryptonite in season six, he was like, "Can't say I haven't thought about it." He's well, like, "I would have fucked her." You and know? when she starts dating Jimmy, and when she gets with Oliver, he's got like reservations about guys that she dates. That's true. He is kind of he likes her being in the background just in case, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, but the way that I interpret it was for him, it's like a little sister he's looking out for. What they tried, because that's the way the chemistry reads on screen. Yeah, they're definitely brother sister. What like. they tried to sell you, though, was that he yeah. kind of had feelings for her. And it was like, I'm sorry, I just don't see it. She's too annoying. She is too <laughs> annoying for Clark Kent. Clark Kent is a very serious person. She is an adult wearing hair bows. Like, yeah. little little clips in her hair. She puts clips in her hair as a grown-up. Like, little butterfly clips. That realize, stopped in middle school, and realize, if it didn't, it should have. I never realized. I mean, I've watched the show, I think, at least four or five times all the way through from start to finish, um, at least. And I never realized how annoying she really was, especially towards the end when she got, if she was, like, done with Clark, like, all pissy, like, whatever. He's going to know what's good for him. I'm going to do my thing. When, like, she made all the kryptonite weapons, and she was yes. like, fuck you, Clark, for being a, you know, being a dick and stuff. She was trying to be a general. Like, she's not badass enough to pull that off. Like, no. Allison Mack in general is not badass enough to pull. Now, Lois could pull that shit off. Yes. But the actress Allison Mack is not a very strong character, and as we've learned in real life, not very strong in real life either, as she was just arrested for being in a sex cult. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like, we're, we're waiting prosecution. Yeah. She's been... She she's, needs to be sentenced. She was found we're guilty. Yeah, she was found guilty. We're waiting for the now but like damn yeah but like she's just not that strong of a character and she would try to act like a bad motherfucker and it's like no bitch you have short blonde hair and you have ties in them and you weigh three pounds like, like fuck you. i one of the things that i cannot cannot tolerate is a grown-up a grown-ass fucking woman acting like a little girl i cannot oh my god it's just like a personal pet peeve you want to dress like a little girl you want to do your hair like a little girl you want to talk like a little girl and you want to be helpless like a little girl get the fuck away oh, dude, from that's me lana. talk about helpless oh my god lana can't do shit she's just constantly be, like getting knocked out and then oh, that's another character. we started like counting the amount of times that yeah. she got knocked out in one episode and couldn't because we she, lost count they should make her badass too though like they all oh, oh, like one episode she was taught how to fight by looks Luther. Now all of a sudden she's badass with round kicks. No. Bitch, she weighed two pounds. Every time she was on screen, I would say, I'm an orphan. And you would say, I know karate. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she'd go fight some bitch. Like, no, bitch, you weigh three pounds. You can kick me all you want. I'll catch your fucking kick and I'll punch you in your little fucking mouse face. Like, she looks like fight. That's one of my pet peeves, too, is little girls who think they can fucking fight and be awesome. It's like, no. No, no, no. There's one time in college, uh, one of my roommates' name was Kayla. And, like, there was, we had a punchy bag in the basement. And, like, her and Tiff could be in the basement, like, fucking boxing shit. And they would come up thinking they're badass. Are you serious? Yeah. So she's like, let's fight. I'll beat you up. So I just like fucking drop her. Like, dude, you are five foot two. You are not badass. Oh. You can have all the training you want, but if I hit you, you're going to go down. Yeah. And I'm not badass either. I'm not saying anything about me. I'm just saying. That's what one of my favorite lines from True Detective was. They asked that girl. It was like True Detective season three, I think, or season, it was season two. 
they were like, why? What's with the knives? And she was like, the difference between a man and a woman is um, a man is not afraid of being killed by a member of his own species the way a woman is. And she's just constantly carrying knives is like self-defense. <laughs> and I go. was like, hey, that's kind of true. But I mean, for real though, you're not, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not saying that women cannot be strong. Well, me neither. I'm not saying I'm that I'm not either. saying that, but what I am trying to kind of like point out is like Lana Lang or Chloe Sullivan would not win a hand-to-hand combat match. With half the people they beat up in that show. Correct. I mean, even with you. <laughs> Especially if they're meteor freaks. Like you, right. You took fucking self-defense and you try to, when we play fight, you do little spin moves and what do i do <laughs> i get caught i fucking catch you immediately so like the self-defense moves that i know i can use i don't use on you because those are like fight or flight oh now she's talking ma- shit over here no 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 it's like dig my fingers into your eyes all that shit yeah dead weight i do dead weight a lot though yeah. i win a lot i win dead weighting don't i I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I don't punch you in the face like I could in the same Correct. scenario. Correct. I mean, yeah, like it's not a real fight, but like right. in my self defense class, the cop that was like, like they put you one on one with the cop, and the cop that I was up against was taller than me, and he had this like thing that I was supposed to hit, and because he kept crowding me, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking hit you, and I said it like that, and he was like, me the perpetrator, and I was like, hey, no. no, you, you as a person, I'm going to hit you. You need to get out of my space. And he was like, this is a self-defense class. <laughs> I'm teaching you. <laughs> you paid for this. <laughs> there you go. But that was just so, like, you're right though. Like, you said, like, you know, she's fighting meteor freaks. Like, bitch. You, you can't. You are 15 years old and weigh two pounds. You're going to lose everything. One self-defense class does not make you a badass. And then she would treat Clark like shit for saving her. It's like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I don't need saving. Bitch, you yeah, have do. for... Ten, she was in the show for seven years. You needed it for seven years weekly, so shut the fuck up. 100% you <laughs> At did. At least during the school year, because the show was always from August through May. For the school year, you needed fucking help saving. Summertime, sure, that's all you. But uh, <laughs> You got you in the summer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that badassery nonsense. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But yeah, so fuck Chloe and Lana, but Lois was awesome. Um, And then your number three. My number three is everybody says the word secret over and over and over. So like every goddamn week, I can't tell them my secret. That's Clark. And then Chloe, they can't know my secret. Bitch, what secret do you have? Lana, you can't know my secret. Like, what the fuck is your secret? Everybody had secrets. Everybody had secrets. And they would tell you about their secret that they can't tell anybody. Like, so what it the was fuck? like, realistically, everybody knew all of the secrets except for Clark and Lana. <laughs> so like Clark did not know yeah and like Clark did not know a lot that was going on with Lana and Lana did not know a lot that was going on. So like the people that are supposed to be best friends or in relationships don't know the truth about the other person. Right. And they would tell the other person that. Like every week Clark would bring up his secret. It would get to the point where like dude, we get it, you're fucking alien. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I mean and the show would kind of contradict itself a lot too because he would like tell somebody like, he wouldn't tell people because, like, oh, if they know my secret, then they'll be in danger. Then he would still tell somebody else. Yeah. So, apparently, you don't give a fuck about that person. Like, he told Pete right away. Not right away, but after a season and a half, he told Pete. So he did tell Pete. you don't give a fuck about Pete, dude. Because you won't tell Lana because she'll get injured, but you'll tell Pete, and then you'll t- you'll let Chloe find out. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, it, it would contradict himself a lot. And then there was one episode where he told Lois shit went bad, so he went back in time to fix it. Which is what he did with Lana. Right. <laughs> so that happened twice, but then at the end of the day, Lana and Lois still know about it and nothing bad happens. Yeah. So, like, 
the fuck. Yeah. You know, just a lot. I mean, that's just a show trying to be dramatic, but man, follow your own rules to the point. Well, I mean, follow your own goddamn rules, I guess is all I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah. They got to get obnoxious. The exceptions And they annoying. kept saying the word secret over every fucking character. Martha Kent, you, they can't know your secret. Jonathan Kent, your secret will be safe. Fucking Chloe, I have my own secret. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We get it. There are secrets. Secrets. <laughs> secrets. And it was. It was that word over like, and over and over again. We should make again. a drinking game. We should watch it again. Yeah. And make a drinking game of when they say the word secret. No. <laughs> One, because I cannot do a rewatch right now. And two, because that would only work if I didn't have to work for the next three days. <laughs> because, oh my God. Yeah, that was the excessive use of the word secret was pretty annoying. Then, it's like, have a thesaurus next to you when you're writing. Come up with, you know, use a different, different word. Place. Like, I appreciated them, you know, I said the last episode, I appreciated how they didn't say powers up a lot in the beginning. They said abilities. So that was cool. Yeah. But then they got fucking dumb with the word secret. Yeah, that's too much. Like, man. Um, my number four was Brainiac. Um, specifically because... I had watched Krypton before watching this show, and I really liked the way that they did Brainiac in Krypton. Like, yeah. This Brainiac I did not like because his big thing was a finger probe. Yep. So let's explain who Brainiac is for those of you who don't know. Brainiac is a Superman villain who was, I mean, there's different versions, I'm sure, but the Brainiac that I know was curated on Krypton, and he's basically a supercomputer. He's not a human being or a monster. He's a super well, computer. Um, that I think in one storyline destroyed Krypton altogether. Uh, he and he also has captured Kandor, which is like the capital city of Krypton, and he's just a big ass evil supercomputer that can do basically any fucking thing. But he was created by Jarrell to do good. He was created by Jarrell. I'm not sure if that's every version. Okay. Um, I don't know about that. But on Smallville, he was created by Jarrell to be their supercomputer and be all and you know do good stuff. But then the show Smallville, he develops his own consciousness and right. becomes evil. Right. So. That being said, I really liked the Krypton version of that because um, you really do get like the knowledge is power aspect of it and the fear and the way that it's told. He is not one embodiment. He is kind of omnipotent and everywhere and spreading and very, very powerful. But in Smallville, he is a man with a finger probe. And what I mean by that... (laughs) Is he comes up behind you and puts his head like over your shoulder, you know, like he's going to whisper in your ear. And then he holds his hand up by your temple and his finger extends and probes you. It's kind of like the Terminator in Terminator 2 and 3, but 2 for this instance, it's a guy. Same thing. It's a finger probe? Have you seen Terminator 2? No, I've seen the first one. Okay, well, Terminator 2, the the Terminator is like liquid metal. Yeah. So he can form anything he wants. And he would do that fucking swirl out of his hand, and uh, it's just like it's just like Brainiac in Smallville, except, except for he would use his finger, in Smallville. just one finger, yeah. his index finger, and it basically he'd use that as like a connector, so he could put it in your brain and like take over your brain as a computer and stuff. And, and the show Krypton, they even had the look down comic book wise, like they really did a good job comic book wise with Krypton. Smallville took its took the comic book shit and did, did their own thing, and, and, and yeah, I, I, I like James Masters. I did too, but the finger probe. That was ridiculous, and I don't believe it. I don't agree with it, because at the end of the day, if you're going to come up and, like, breathe into my ear to try to tell me something and your finger's going to grow towards me, I've got enough time to react to you to get away from you before your finger attaches itself to well, my head. behind you and fucking do it real quick. Also, there was nothing quick about that. It had to grow out. 
he never did it quickly so like that fucking irritated me and the fact that it was a finger probe like it's a fucking finger probe that is not a scary thing i mean it's arguable because your computer i mean sorry your brain is basically a computer so if you have another supercomputer that can do that that's from alien alien technology but you have to sit still and wait for him to probe you in the head he he already made you catatonic somehow i don't remember how he did it okay yeah see no all of that is not jump you he'll come up and fucking get you real quick it was quick. All of that is just a no for me. Big no. <laughs> you are not frightening if your finger is your power. I cannot deal with that. I liked Brainiac in Smallville. Um, but I liked the actor. I did not like his finger probing. I mean, It was irritating. You are supposed to be a hell of a lot more epic than this. Well, that's the thing. They, they made Brainiac a lot weaker in Smallville than he is in the comics. Yeah. Absolutely a lot weaker. But uh, whatever. I mean, and the, even when he first popped up in, in season five, he was basically just a... Uh, a tool for Zod, like he was Zod's yeah. little lackey. Yeah. Which in the comic books, he's more of a threat than Zod. Yes, so he's supposed to be a really big deal. Right. He brought down the end of Krypton. Right. Like you were supposed to be afraid of him. He, I was not. He took the entire city I, of Kandor and I trapped think, it. Yeah, I think <laughs> that that's kind of what bothered me so much. Is like I, it was my idea. Like I don't know if you understand how great of a wife I am. It was my idea to watch Krypton. Was it not? It was. I didn't, have, I didn't really have any interest in it. And I wanted, I pushed for it. I wanted it. I thought it would be great. It was great. And I felt something about that Brainiac. And he was probably, like, in that moment, became my favorite Superman bad guy. Oh, yeah. Because he's so fucking awesome. But then they threw him in. And I, when, when you said Brainiac is in Smallville, that's Brainiac, I was like, sweet. This is going to be so much fun. Especially because you told me at the same time how many fucking episodes he's going to be in. And them. all of the things that he does. Because you couldn't just let anything happen. I was like, awesome. I'm going to see some cool shit. No, they ruined him. They fucking <laughs> ruined him. They took the one thing I was looking forward to seeing in Smallville and they ruined it. They turned yeah. it into a fucking like toilet plop i was so angry he didn't do a whole lot and um he wasn't frightening at all it was crazy you just said he's your favorite villain he's a lot of people's favorite villain like a lot i love and him he is not in any movie at all he was supposed to be in superman 3 the original superman 3 with christopher reeves yeah but then uh that fucking comedian wanted to be in it so they scrapped that they scrapped that whole script to make it for him and it was fucking dumb who was the comedian um, He's a famous black comedian from back in the 80s and said Richard Pryor. Oh, yeah, he's Richard, in a Superman movie? He's in Superman 3. Huh. And, no, I hate him for it because if he wasn't, it would have been a Brainiac movie. But since he that was in it, they good. changed the script to fit him. And it's like an evil computer, but it's fucking stupid as shit. And it's just a bad, it's like the worst Superman movie ever made. And it could have been awesome with Brainiac. And since then, though, there has been no Brainiac in any movie at all. You know what? We've that, had Zod twice. You know what, though? I'm okay with that because if Zack Snyder tries to do that yeah. fucking movie... Like, we need to give it some time so yeah. that the douchebags who think that they know everything about Superman and want to make it an elitist film can find another project. As far as I'm concerned, Doomsday has never been a Superman movie either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, he was in Batman for Superman, technically. Zack Snyder not really, doesn't yeah. need to fucking come near it. No, you know Zach who Snyder would sucks. be, like, because I told you this back when I watched those movies with you. Peter Jackson did The Hobbit and The Hobbit movies and The Lord of the Ring movies. And you can watch those movies having never, ever read a Tolkien piece of work. Yeah. Enjoy it, understand it, follow it, and come away with a really deep appreciation of the world. You cannot do that in one Zack Snyder film. Nope, Not one. And let me tell you about how much more intricate the world of Tolkien is than any DC thing <laughs> ever. There are languages, okay? There are back histories. There are different ages. I could go on and on. I don't need to, but I could. Thank God. Peter Jackson can tell that story without making you feel like you needed to, an education about it. Oh, yeah. He gives you an education in it. I watched one Zack Snyder film and the whole time I'm just like, 
the fuck, man? Yeah. The fuck? I didn't hate Man of Steel, but after that, it got fucking terrible. Like, Man of Steel, I thought it was okay. It was good enough as a first movie of a series. That was the one with Krypton in the beginning, right? Yes. Yeah, I liked the Krypton part. Yep, and that's actually, that whole segment is why the show Krypton became a I thing. know, and, and that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, like, it was good. And then it got fucking dumb quick, and Zack Snyder just sucks dick. And people, oh, he's great. No, he no, fucking sucks. No, he's an idiot. Like, I don't, I didn't like Watchmen. He made Watchmen, sure. I didn't watch that. That style might be fine for the Watchmen group, but that style does not work for Superman and Batman. And he tried to make it work, and no, it's fucking terrible. And if you people who liked it are fucking dumb. Yeah, um. I mean, you're just saying it to be interesting. <laughs> right. You were saying it to be controversial. But uh, whatever. You're number four. My number four of the top five things I hate about... Smallville was the Supergirl character. Um, one, I never cared about her a whole lot anyway. Yeah. Uh, two, I just didn't like the actress. Um, I thought she was pretty. So she was hot as shit. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, she was. She was gorgeous, but she sucked as an actress. And again, not more than Lana Lang. She wasn't any better than Lana Lang in my opinion. I think she was eons better. Yeah, she was prettier. But like, <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Uh, I mean, she was hot. Sure. <laughs> I can't think of her name now off the top of my head. But she is also, she's actually a villain in the show Supergirl, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, her, she was Supergirl in the show. Kara, Kara Kent, or call it whatever her name was in the show, Zarel. Zarel's kid, so. Yeah. Kara L. But, uh. <laughs> Kara L. <laughs> whatever. Kara L. But no, like, her whole story arc I thought was annoying. So she came in in season seven. And to be fair, to their credit, season seven was during the writer's strike, so it wasn't the, the best. best. Yeah. Um. I did like, so I actually did kind of enjoy her, like, so what I liked about her was, like, her just complete, like, alienness, I guess, at the beginning, because she was very much like, oh, uh, I can do whatever the fuck I want because I'm strong enough. Fuck you guys. Yeah, that was, and that, she was a teenager, so she had the teenager mentality with the Superman powers. And it was, it, but the one thing that I did hate about Smallville breaking their own rules was that, you know, Clark had to, he developed his powers over time. He had to learn how to use them and control them. And, like, everybody else that had his power set would come in and within that episode do what took him four All seasons to do. Yep. <laughs> like he her name sorry, her name was Laura Vander Vanderbolt or something. That's the actress's name. Yeah, Laura Vandervoot. So she's Canadian. Um but uh, yeah, so like that's exactly true. She was storyline wise, she was a teenager when Clark was born. She was sent to Earth by Zorel after Clark was sent to protect Clark or And then got stuck. She got stuck and then she was her she did not age because of the ship. And that's so when they found her in season seven, she was the same age as she was when she was on Krypton, so she's a teenager. And so she had a teenager mentality, I guess. Yeah. But she would, like, immediately had all the powers, including flight, which took Clark 10 years to get. Right. It's like, man, that's kind of obnoxious. That is obnoxious. <laughs> at a certain point. And they did that with, like, everyone in the show that had powers that would have Clark's yeah. powers. Because he had to teach every... He always ended up teaching people how to get over his, their powers. You know, like, um, when Lana was him for a day, when Lois was him for a day, when... Um, other people for some reason ended up with, with didn't fucking pete it have his powers at one point so, jo- pete did not jonathan did jonathan did so when everybody would have his powers and then he'd have to teach them how to like use super hearing and how to drown out super hearing and how to use super strength Honor without in season 10 yeah without having without damaging anything and all of this other stuff like then the super speed and blah 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 but like it took him years to do all of it and he still wasn't allowed to fly yeah. and everybody else was flying all around him and then making fun of him for the fact that he couldn't fucking fly <laughs> yep and then in, in season nine uh like nobody should have been allowed to fly in season nine they had 
General Zod and his whole army on Earth. Yeah. All of which had no powers right away. Once they got those powers, they could all fly immediately. Immediately. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, they were just like, oh, boom, heat vision. Oh, yeah. boom, flight. And we, know, oh, and we know how to do it, like, immediately. Yeah, like, oh, well, I just know how. And, and it in was reality, like, they what? wouldn't even have the, like, they had no idea they should have powers in reality. The only argument that I could think for that is that because there were research missions on Earth prior to... In the Smallville world, yeah. Krypton... They knew and then knew that they had to, to learn how to develop them and, you know, keep them in check or yeah, whatever. Like class about it maybe or something. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe they were just, like, self-aware enough to know once I get my powers, I can use my powers. Like, yeah. that, that argument could be made, I guess. But it's annoying and it doesn't hold water for everybody else. Well, even, th- even in this, like, with Man of Steel, which is, you know, a movie... Um, Clark had to learn how to use his powers kind of right, you know, early on. He didn't fly right away and stuff. And then when Zod came to Earth yeah. in Man of Steel, he had powers and he's like, he didn't know how to use them. So he kind of fucked up. But then he like, he quickly in the same fight learned how to use them. Yeah, see? <laughs> like, That's not okay. Yeah. Don't break your rules like that. Zod is not a genius. Now, in Superman 2, they didn't know they were supposed to have powers. Like, they came to Earth. They all of a sudden start doing shit and like, oh shit, we have powers. See, that I think is how it should be. Agreed. And Superman 2 did a great job with that. And But in Smallville, they came to Earth wanting no, their powers, yeah. waiting for their powers, getting pissed off that they didn't have their powers. Yeah. And it was just powers, 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 powers. And then immediately they could fly. Yep. And, and this, do it well. And this is going to segue perfectly into my number five. I'm Which thinking, is my number five. Well, we'll see your number five last because okay. this is a perfect segue. Oh, okay. So... Talking about how Zod, because when season nine started, Zod and his army were there. They had no powers. Oh, I can't read your handwriting. Clark's ignorance is my yeah. number fucking five. That's your number like, five. Like, Clark did a lot of dumb shit throughout the show. He did. A lot. Yeah. Um, but this is the one that's the biggest dumb thing, in my opinion. Now, in season nine, General Zod and his army came back. They were clones, which is Danae's number five. That is my number five. I saw You wrote Clark's, and I thought it said clones. And I was like, we have the same number five. This is amazing. No. Clark's ignorance, yeah, and the clones. So the clones so, fucking irritate me. Right. So season nine, because actually Clark had fought General Zod in season five. Yeah. He beat him, sent him to the Phantom Zone, blah, it's over. And by the way, Zod was a Phantom, he didn't have a body. But, doesn't matter. But he comes back in season nine as a clone. So there's like an orb that they found that Drell had made all these clones <laughs> when they were on Krypton. So if no. anything didn't happen to Krypton. Tell them where it was. It Tell was, them where it, it was. It was in Lex Luthor's mansion. The entire time. Yeah, the entire time. Even though Lex Luthor is like not on the show at this point. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It was silly. hidden <laughs> inside of the fireplace. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Of Lex Luthor's mansion. So like as you're watching the show, like let's say you're watching season one. In reality, because how it was written later on, in reality, in season one, there is an orb inside Lex Luthor's mansion. When Lex Luthor is like 21 and friends with Clark Kent, he doesn't know anything about his, about his backstory. There is an orb in the fireplace with Jarrell and all of the Kryptonians' DNA. In, in his house. <laughs> yeah. While he's like drinking whiskey and brooding over scotch and brooding <laughs> yeah. over the fact that Clark has a secret that he can't figure out. It's pretty silly. It is so stupid. But anyway, so this orb comes... comes to light and all of those guys come back and so we got general zod and his real body with his whole army from krypton and they don't have powers so the rule the rule of the clones i liked their rule i thought that was kind of okay um it was in before they gathered so you your clone knows everything about you up to the point of the dna prick so once they gather your dna everything that happened to you is what is remembered up to the point of the DNA gathering. Everything that happened to you 
after the DNA gathering, the clone does not know. And they followed that rule. They, they did, did follow that rule pretty well, but they executed it really poorly because Jarl's clone is on there and he says, uh, Chloe sees him and says, you must be looking for your son. And he goes, you must be mistaken. I don't have a son. Then he looks to his right. There's a picture of Clark and he goes, so this must be my son. <laughs> yeah, Literally funny. that quickly. There isn't even a pause. Yeah. You must be mistaken. I don't have a son. So this must be my son. And it was like, are you kidding me? Pretty silly. Anyway. But, but so at this point, Clark knows General Zod is a fucking dictator who on this show destroyed Krypton. He's responsible for Krypton's destruction. Played by Callum Blue. Great and actor. he's a great actor. Um, so like, he knows how evil fucking General Zod is. All right. So, and, Gen- and Jarrell knows how bad Zod was too. So when they were on Krypton, Jarrell was ordered to make a clone of all of them. Yes. In case Krypton was destroyed. So he did it reluctantly, and he knew that if Zod went to Earth with these powers, he would take over Earth and probably destroy Earth. So he fucked with it with some blue kryptonite, which makes Kryptonians human. And so when they came to Earth as a clone, they had no powers. And they're right. like, what the fuck? And so they're pissed off about it, blah, 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 blah. And like Zod met Clark, stuff happened, blah, 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 blah. But Zod had told Clark, when I get my powers, I'm taking this place over. Fuck all of you. And he Clark- had said that didn't try like immediately the next episode clark was like running errands he's yeah. like going to the grocery store and shit and like then, well Zod's a smart guy he's a fucking general he's a smart guy so he he figures out that if you guys don't know yellow sun gives kryptonians powers red sun you're a normal human being because krypton is, has a red sun and zod figured out that his shit was reversed so a red sun would give him powers so and take clark's powers away all at yes. the same time and he and Clark knew that Zod figured this out. So Zod was building a fucking tower that would turn Earth's yellow sun red. And he got it and completely Clark built. Clark let it happen. Yeah. The building was five hours away from being turned on. Five hours from right now, Zod would take over everything and kill everybody. And to the point that we actually, there was an episode where Lois went into the future and, saw, and Clark saw everything. So Clark legit saw... General Zod be a dictator and killed everybody and have fucking Holocaust camps. Clark saw this, still did nothing to stop it. Nothing. Like, the, he, what was he doing instead? I mean, he it was like going to work. Yeah. I mean, like he was just like, Bullshit. oh, whatever. Yeah, we'll get there when it happens. Like, the fuck? And it then, is happening. And Oliver Queen is the Green Arrow, and he's like, Clark, what the fuck are you doing? Clark's like, oh, it's fine. And then so five hours until this building is going to be done, Clark decides to destroy it. Yeah. Finally, you're a smart man. Well... In the past, Clark has been dying, and a Kryptonian, whoever it may be, has given Clark blood, and that fucking healed Clark and gave him his powers back when he had lost powers. So Clark knew that little routine. So later on down the road, after the building has been destroyed, Zod got shot. Yep. And uh, was dying in front of Clark. And Clark, being the humanitarian that he is, can't let anybody fucking die, gave Zod his blood, fucking knowing that it would give Zod his fucking powers straight up. Yep. He pled, he pled fucking ignorance. So I didn't know to do that bullshit. For fuck's sakes! So now all of a sudden, Zod has his fucking powers. Sure, Clark has his powers, but so does Zod. And Zod, of course, gives everybody their powers back with his fucking blood transfusions. Yeah. So Clark lets these guys get their fucking powers, knowing that they're dictators and will kill all of the fucking human race. Zod even said, I'll make a new Krypton and kill all of you. One thing that I really did appreciate, though, real quick, about Oliver Queen is the amount of times that he called Clark out. Yeah, every he, time. All of it. He was just like, uh, I don't know, part-timer. Like, yeah. he was just constantly. <laughs> From season six <laughs> up. You have the ability to do a lot more than what you choose to do man yeah 
step it up. He's like, oh, you're gonna let you're gonna let Zaga's powers. That's cool. Well, I guess we'll just and fucking like, die. And then there was that one storyline where they were. It was like the Suicide Squad storyline yeah. where they were all getting kidnapped. Same season. And yeah. uh, and they were like, Clark has this power. Uh, the Aquaman's power. This guy's power. This guy's power. And then Oliver's abilities. <laughs> yeah. He's human. Because he's human. <laughs> but I mean, you have the human kicking ass and taking yeah. names and looking at Clark Kent, Superman, and being like, anytime you want to sack up, dude. Oh yeah. In like join the team would be great because we have the world to save yeah. and you are sitting on your ass <laughs> worrying about your relationship status. In the show Smallville they couldn't use Batman because of the Dark Knight trilogy. They didn't have the rights because those movies were being made. So they kind of made Oliver Queen slash Green Arrow like the Batman character. He was cool awesome gadgets, at it. rich, dead parents. Like he was basically Batman with green leather. Isn't that <laughs> his actual storyline though anyway? I don't really know his whole storyline, to be honest with you. I feel like, based um, on, like, the wiki research that yeah, I did, probably. it is. But they really batman him up. And, yeah, he'd always call Clark out for being fucking dumb. Because he was dumb throughout the entire series with bullshit with Lana, bullshit with bad guys he had to deal with. Bullshit with, with Lois. Bullshit with Lex. Like, he yeah. let Lex do this stupid shit and then get mad when Lex, when it was bad. Like, dude, you knew what was going on. Yeah. And Oliver called him out every time. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. And even with Doomsday in season eight, he's like, you're going to let Doomsday become Doomsday? That's cool. Like, what are you going to do about it? We can't stop him. He's a fucking monster. What are you going to do about it? And him? he called him out for the tower over and over and over again get built okay so i guess we'll get still have powers tomorrow that's cool yeah like the fuck like but yeah so and then like one of the things that i hated about those clones is like everything was a fucking clone everything was a fucking clone lex was a clone lex made clones of himself and harvested them for his body parts so lex got hurt lex lex wait no hang on so yeah first of all yeah he gets really hurt and it turns out that oliver's the one that hurt him and whatever and he's not on the show anymore but we he kind of is through his clones who he is growing and trying to harvest for their body parts but the last time we see lex it's he's the president and they don't even do anything with that that well, fucking pisses yeah. me off so the whole cloning thing is really annoying because it of is that. like you you fucking wasted my time with this clone bullshit and you're not even going to do anything with Luther it gets and killed. And Lana, the reason that Lana could get away from Lex when she wanted to get a divorce is because she killed her clone. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so she killed clo- her clone and faked her death. So the cloning technically started in season six. Yeah, it went on for far too long. Yeah, so in season six, Lex did build a Lana clone, and then she faked her death killing that clone. Yeah. But I never like woke up, though, so it doesn't really count as murder, technically. Um, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it had the same DNA. So, Lana, Lana had a clone. Lex had lots of clones. Uh, Jarrell was a clone. And his, in, his, in his human form, Jarrell had, was a clone. So was Zod. Zod was a clone. All of the Kandorians were clones. Um, who else was a clone? There was another clone. Well, season 10 was all about cloning with Lex. Yeah. They had a so, lot of And then clones. that kind of reminded me of, like, back, back when this show came out in the news, a lot had been the sheep clonings and you know so they were like and then they were talking about cloning specific organs for transplants so that you wouldn't have to have a live donor and i feel like somebody just got really inspired by those headlines and wanted to do some science fiction bullshit with it to talk about the morality of cloning but at the end of the day fuck you dude (laughs) you cannot make everything a goddamn clone that's bullshit i think my honorable mention number six is going to be lex luther's ending in the show oh my god um, they could have done so much better it, with that it was because he was a clone because like lex got injured in season seven when he at the end when he discovered clark's fortress and shit he finally discovered clark's identity finally blah 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 immediately got injured when the fortress collapsed on him so he was all fucked up in season eight michael ronson left the show so that's what they did they you know we gotta write him out somehow so that's, yeah. that's why they just fucked him up but there was story lex luther 
No, Oliver like set off a bomb. Oh, so okay. in season eight starts, we see Lex is still alive. He's just connected to wires and shit, but he's still watching stuff. He's controlling Tess Mercer. Yeah. He's still in the background. Um, so he's still alive, so there's still hope, but then at, at this point, they're still trying to get Michael Rosenbaum to come back. That's why they kept him alive. Once they realized he didn't coming back, that's when they had Oliver Queen blow him up. So Lex Luthor officially died in season eight. Oh, okay. And the mid-season finale, season eight, he got blown up. So he's dead. Except for there are clones. Right, so and he gets rebuilt. season ten starts. So season nine happens. We hear that Lex Luthor is still alive. Or we hear that Lex Luthor is going to be Superman's biggest enemy from that future guy, but he's dead at this point. Season ten starts. We find a shit ton of Lex Luthor clones. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, like and, an entire uh, building full. And it turns out that he was making these clones to fix himself before he got blown up in season eight. But now they're growing, and there's a Lex Luthor kid, there's a Lex Luthor adult, there's an evil Lex Luthor. Like, there's all these fucking Lex Luthers. Yeah. And then, uh, finally, there's a perfected one that needs a heart, and shit happens. And so, in the finale, Michael Rosenbaum comes back as Lex Luthor, but he is technically a clone. Yeah, so it's not really Lex. It's Lex's clone. Yeah. So, like, the Lex Luthor going forward in Smallville, which it did continue in comic book form, and on Crisis when it's coming back, it's technically a clone. I mean, it's the same consciousness, it's just a clone. But, no, they took his consciousness away. Well, that's where then it ends. So, like, it actually, I really like the, the final scene with Clark and Lex. I really do like their speech. Um, you know, there they finally meet back up, and Clark is like, Lex. And Lex is like, you say it the same way every time. Like, fucking arrogant and cocky. And then they do their little speech, and uh, Clark is like, I'm going to be there to stop you every time. And Lex is like, oh, I'm counting on it. So we think Lex is going to know Superman's secret, hate to say it, that word, going forward. But then he meets Tess Mercer, who is his sister. And then she erases his fucking memory with some kind of fucking virus or whatever. So going forward, Lex actually doesn't know shit. So he's definitely not even going to be a bad guy anymore. You can't blame a guy for his actions when he's... A creation. Yeah, when he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Like, he still becomes president, as we see, but we don't... How? Is he good or yeah, bad? Like, Is he? I mean, in this telling, they leave it so open-ended. That was the worst... To, to make his memory erase was stupid. There was no reason for it. No. And I mean, he killed Tess. And there's... Well, that sucked. But, I mean, they're not making any more episodes, so what's the point? Right. Like, so, like, now we're thinking, well, going forward, how does Lex fight Superman? Because... Lex no longer hates Clark Kent because he doesn't know who Clark Kent is. Right. So, like, the fuck? <laughs> Maybe she erases memories to give him the opportunity to be good. That was the point. That was her idea. That's right. That's why. But as a as a story, I think that's dumb because it doesn't continue. My, it's over. I mean, like, at the end of the day, I think it's dumb because it was a fucking clone. Oh, my God. Oh, no, my God. They, they if a... you kill them off, they should be dead. Yeah. Not, oh, well, now I'm a clone. In reality, they should, since Michael Rosenbaum wasn't coming back, they should just let his character be gone. He disappeared in the fortress. Nobody found. We don't know. Yeah. Finale comes around. All, all he was building some shit. Now he's back. Like, let him, let let him be. go. Let him be off screen. There's yeah. no reason to kill him just because the actor's not going to be here anymore. Right. Let it be. Like, The Walking Dead did that. Andrew Lincoln left. They didn't kill him. He, they lost Which him. is super stupid. They should have killed him. No, the he way they go. built that shit up, they should have just killed no, him. No, but then he, they, 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 he thought that he would come back. So they left him. They didn't kill him just to bring him back. They left him go away. So when he does come back, he'll be fine with, without any inconsistencies. I know, but it's an inconsistency. That's what they should have done with Lex, is let him go away. Him. I don't watch it anymore, so I don't really give a fuck. But I'm saying is, that's the way to do it if you want him to come back later. Right. Oh, I'm agreeing with you. I just... The clones. Everything being a clone. A clone, and then a clone of clone, 
and then clone of a clone of a clone yeah, of a clone. It was bad. Like it was like just too much. It was way too fucking much. And then they killed off Lionel in season seven, but still brought him back as an alternate Lionel from Earth Two. Yeah, there's Earth Two Lionel, <laughs> and then there's like Earth Two Clark and Earth Two Tess and Earth Two. But you know, I buy that though. I'm I'm okay with that shit. The multiverse, I'm down with it. The multiverse is okay. The cloning is not the cloning in the multiverse happening in the same storyline is not okay. That's crazy. Yeah, I I I believe in the multiverse more than I do cloning. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, I ended up counting the amount of Jarrells there were. There was the Jarrell that came to Earth before. That's the clone. Oh, that's the real Jarrell. Yeah, yeah. so there was bef- there was pre Krypton exploding Jarrell, and then there was um, post Krypton exploding Jarrell because the he's the memory. Yep. He's, he's the a computer he's program. A computer program. And then there was clone Jarrell, which. <laughs> Clark was really upset about losing. Like, he yeah, cried. Yeah, they ever met him. Even though, like, the only interaction that he had with him was him dying. So, and, like, the consciousness that he talks to every single day is more his dad than the clone one was. Yep. But okay. And then you had the Earth 2 Fortress Jarrell. Yeah, and then there was Earth 2 Fortress Jarrell. Like, it was just, it like... four Jarrells. Yeah. And then was there an Earth 2 physical Jarrell no. 2? No. Okay, so there were four, four different kinds of Jarrells. That is too fucking many. For, yeah, for somebody that is supposed to just be giving advice. And even with Clark, we had Earth 1, Earth 2 Clark. And then we had, like, the knockoff Clarks. Like, uh, we had the, um, shit, Bizarro Clark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had, a, we had a multi multiple Clarks, too. So. But, yeah, so that's, that's going to be our small little episodes. I think uh, we covered everything. We did, and we're good. I'm sure there's lots of stuff I'm missing that I want to talk about. But uh, I think two hours of small talk is enough. So we're gonna I wish you would have followed that advice when we were fucking watching the show. <laughs> yeah, let's let's wrap this shit up. I'm, I'm ready to put it away. <laughs> but you're not putting it away because you have Crisis that you have to watch. I'm going to, to really watch. Conclude. But no, no, no. Because this is, I'm watching that not for Smallville. I'm watching that shit for Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah, I'm worried, though. Because there's going to be so many characters in it. This is a conversation for another day. All right. Anyway, so that's going to wrap it up. Uh, I'm not sure what next episode is going to be about. It might be a regular episode. It might be a top five episode. Or it might be a show episode. I don't know. Um, but we will know next week. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you did not, you can fuck off. But as my mother always say, I prefer that you... You're supposed to say be better. I'll be better. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>